Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is the Sexy Unique Podcast, an exploration of Vanderpump Rules. Ain't nobody got me feeling like I'm feeling you. And I'm your host, Lara Marie Shane Hall. Everybody freeze, put your hands up. We ain't about to take it easy. I hope your cake's up. London with the beach, here we go so in. Girl with a friend, you'll be both in. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Sexy Unique Podcast. I'm here with a very special guest joining me all the way from New York. It's Tracy Egan Morrissey. Hi. Hi. <laughs> so glad to have you on the pod. I'm so glad to be back. We I needed your opinion on a lot of things, but you've really had like a wild past week. And I felt <laughs> like <laughs> you've recently made your was this your Daily Mail debut? Yes. Or, okay, love it. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Daily Mail Club. It's great to have you here. <laughs> What's new in the world of Jamila Jamil? I, uh, yeah, so I kind of like stopped paying attention. I, I went um, on vacation with my daughter upstate. Mm-hmm. So I kind of stopped reading the internet for a little bit, um, starting on like Friday evening. And then people would some of my friends would like text me things and I would get some stuff here and there. I know that she like locked her tweets at one point. And then, um, so then she was like, I guess I didn't read this, but I guess she was like some, uh, the host of love Island or a former host of love Island, like killed herself. Oh, I saw Uh, that. Yeah. Jamila was trying to say, was trying to like implicate me in the death (laughs) in like, like, yes, yes. In a way that like, 
this is what happens when you bully people online and blah, blah, blah. And so like, you know, like that, you know, like China, like basically sort of like teasing that like she might kill herself if I keep harassing her. So I was just like, I don't want to be involved. So I kind of stopped, but I didn't really stop. Like personally, <laughs> I didn't stop. I just stopped publicly. But like I went and looked through all of her tweets and she was harassing. She literally was harassing Caroline Flack. No. She was ragging her. Yes. So they apparently were like she was a huge Caroline Flack fan early on, like 2010, 2011. In 2013, she says, <clears throat> To Caroline's like, hey, love, can you DM, can you follow me so I can DM you about something? And then they just start like, oh, Tony. <laughs> Tony. He's like, I've had enough. He can't take any more Jamila drama. He's had to listen to me talk about it on every platform. Tony. <laughs> okay, wait. So she, she was looking through or she was DMing with Caroline being like or tweeted at her saying can you DM me yes and then they became friends and then they were always tweeting at each other remember like around like 2013 2014 like celebs would sort of like show off who they were friends with by like tweeting at each other Mm -hmm. and so they were mad a lot and then that just abruptly stopped in February 2016 and then so something I feel like something happened and then Jamila just starts like dragging her about Love Island and how Love Island is a terrible show and blah 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 and it's like bad for women's bodies and and body image and self-esteem and all this shit and then in October when Caroline it was announced she was like hosting some show about plastic surgery and Jamila added her like added Caroline Mm -hmm. and like dragging her like you know you're hosting this show it's going to be terrible for women and girls and blah 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 and like but not like why won't you like caroline's just the host like why wouldn't you at like the producers or the network or the ep or whatever and like she clearly to me it seemed like they some had some kind of falling out and then jamila was just gonna like drag this girl like rake her over the coals for on twitter forever And then, so I guess people had pointed out on Jamila's Twitter, like that, you know, you were actually the one who was like dragging Caroline Flack and then she locked her tweets. Oh, great. Perfect. But I got all the screenshots, but then she unlocked them today. So it's like, what? She can't stay away. She can't stop. No, she can't stop. And I love like, I love coming out the gates, trying to like implicate that people like you are the reason that someone like Caroline would take her own life and like not even having the wherewithal to do any of the research to be like, Oh, I should probably delete the tweets that I tweeted at her, like harassing her online. Like, what is that? Do you think, do you think she just forgets? I always wonder like when people have like, I've, I'm pretty sure I remember everything I've ever tweeted. Like I would know if I tweeted something like really problematic and like the only problematic thing I've ever really tweeted is like that. I don't trust Reese Witherspoon. And I I think about that a lot and I'm like, should I delete that? Should I keep it? I don't know if I've deleted it at this point, but I know that that was like out there, but I just don't understand people like Jamila or even to bring it back to like Vanderpump rules, Max and Brett, who had all those tweets using the n-word and like somehow didn't clean up the evidence like before they entered the public sphere well when i worked at viceland 
um, we would go through people's Twitters that were going to be hosts or going to be featured on shows and comb through them to see if they had shit like, and then, you know, that's just, that's just part of like what, I mean, that's like technically the network should really be, I mean, the people should be just not tweeting problematic things to begin with, but like, there's a lot of failure (laughs) that happens. Like a lot Mm -hmm. of people are dropping the ball leading up to a tweet, like an old tweet scandal. So yeah, I don't understand it. I don't understand why, um, they wouldn't go and clean those up. But I do think that Jamila just doesn't have a good memory because she is always, uh, saying things that contradict other things. Yeah. And so like, like judge Judy says, if you, um, always tell the truth, you don't have to have a good memory, but I mean, Jamila doesn't do either. So yeah, maybe it's all the concussions. They're finally taking their toll. Yep. <laughs> might be she's gotta have cte with all those concussions right? like worse than a football player like way worse <laughs> than a football player she's had like five times as many as anyone in the nfl she had the flu seven times in 2012 according to her twitter wow. um which is another thing i didn't really like because i i still have done a t- so much more research but i just sort of like stopped making a lot of it public after she started like really going off the rails Mm -hmm. and so i just was like i'll just keep this in my pocket but um yeah seven can you is that even physically possible to have the flu seven times in 2012 if you live like i mean that's like once like um that's almost like once every other month and then one month you just have the flu two times so you basically have the flu for like an entire month so that wouldn't that just be one flu i have no idea (laughs) no i mean does that make sense Jamila too is like it's not even that fun like it's always going to be funny to me because it's just like wow like there are so many lies and inconsistencies it's almost like a Donald Trump but then it becomes like unfunny Donald Trump where it's like clearly you like we're not dealing with a person that has like a solid head on her shoulders so there's no way to even start a dialogue about what's going on because then she just like implodes on the internet and then it yeah. kind of becomes an unfair fight because you're like, oh, yes. you're like severely imbalanced and like, it's almost, it's like Kelly Ben Simone on scary. I Island. was just going to say that. Yeah. Where you're like, <laughs> just leave her alone. Let Kelly have her jelly beans. And like, we're not going to talk about it anymore. Yeah. Cause, cause now we're being mean. Yeah. Yeah. So now uh, it's kind of, maybe this is like my last Jamila moment. But I am here for you doing the research. <laughs> I love to do research. I just think, and my friend Rich pointed this out, that, um, you know, vilifying bees like this is not woke. She yeah. has such a woke platform and bees are dying at an alarming rate. And yeah. we need them for the environment and for the planet. And for her to just constantly be like going after bees or says that bees are going after her yeah. um, also, in this way, bees. it's not woke. Aren't there, where do killer bees live? I don't feel like there are killer bees in like California. There apparently was like an infestation of killer bees that like they entered into America in like the 90s or something like that. And so, um, but I don't, I, I know that like, I wouldn't know the difference between any kind of bees if I were to see bees. Um, But I did speak with three bee experts um, (laughs) following this. (laughs) What did the bee experts say? They said that that's not how bees behave. That, um, and I think that she must have listened to my podcast where I discussed 
be behavior because she did sort of like adopt one aspect of what I said, but she didn't get the rest of it. Like she was like, um, so bees, like they don't, when they, they do swarm, they can swarm, but when they're swarming, that's when they are leaving a hive to find a new hive. They just finished making all the honey and they're mm-hmm. really full. And that's when they're at their most docile. So they would never attack you. Okay. And so <clears throat> I spoke with a farmer who, he was like, it's the coolest thing to be able to witness the swarm. You can put your head like right into it and you can put it like your head like right up to the swarm and you could hear the flapping of their wings because they're all going at the same time. Oh and God. like, so they won't attack you. And then also like the idea that the swarm of bees would have um, attacked them because they had a buffet out doesn't make sense because the bees are full and so they're not trying to eat or go after anything sweet they're looking for a new hive to go to so none of the bee behavior that she mentioned made any sense it didn't add up Mm -hmm. and judge judy also says if it doesn't make sense it's not true so i love that god we look to judge judy in times of need you know (laughs) um uh, let's get into this episode of vanderpump because this is the first episode of this season that's truly given me the life that I really look for when it comes it to was so Vanderpump good. Rules. It was so good. Like, this was old Vanderpump Rules style, like reminiscent of the glory days. Uh, it was incredible. That I mean, the best in a long time. The best yeah. this season, for sure. Yeah, and I hope that we continue on this path because this is really... I believe like a real conflict that's happening where Tom and Ariana are kind of like waking up and being like this whole group of friends is psychotic and like we have no freedom to say anything and like we have to like bring truth to the table and meanwhile like everyone banding against them like that's something I can really invest in for the rest of the season. Well I like that someone's finally calling them like Brittany and Jax out about like like you don't you don't get to be a, above or beyond criticism just because you're engaged or getting married or on the road to your wedding if anything that's when you should be like the most like uh amiable and like uh and, and nicer to your friends because they're doing all the shit for you like you don't like exploit that i don't get that whole line of thinking and yeah. i've been married before and i i don't think i did that the only reason that they're getting married or a huge part of the reason why they're getting married. I think Brittany really loves Jax and wants to be married to him. And I think Jax is really turned on by the idea of proving other people wrong. And like that trumps his like love or feelings for Brittany. Like, I think it really is more about just like, no, I can do this. You guys were all wrong. Like we somehow as viewers and like society reverse psychology him into marrying (laughs) Brittany. (laughs) You made a hoa housewife, house husband. And he's just like, wait. And I think he's even kind of confused at like how he got to this point in his life. But he's just going with it because the train has already left the station. So he's like, I might as well just like ride this out for as long as I can. But I believe deep down in my heart that they are truly on two different pages. And this wedding is just like a precursor to the inevitable divorce that will follow however many years down the line. Do you think they'll pop out a kid or two before that happens? Or do you think that they'll come to a realization? uh, They raw dog all the time. I wonder if like maybe, you know, you know what? 
with his supplements and stuff, he might not have swimmers. Yeah, I think that they could, and I don't like wish this on anyone, but I'm just like speculating. But the amount of unprotected sex they're having, it's quite frankly shocking that they haven't gotten pregnant yet. But I mean, between her Mm -hmm. heavy drinking and I think they both use drugs, like I think they're both like pretty into coke and like his supplements, I could see it being difficult to conceive a child. Yeah. I could see them running into um, issues when it comes to fertility. I mean, look at God. (laughs) (laughs) And like, also I feel like if that becomes a huge thing, like obviously they're going into this wedding being like, we're going to make a baby as soon as we're married, like blah, 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 blah. And if that doesn't happen, I think both of them having to face a lifetime with the other person, just the two of them, I think that that would be a really sobering realization that neither of them truly wants. Maybe Brittany does, but I don't think that that's what Jax wants. I don't think that she, she wants kids. She wants the whole, all of that stuff, the kids and the house. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do think that Jack's like part of the reason why they, he's with her is because also, she gave him a redemption arc within the group and she was so accepted with open arms by the group. And so then he was sort of accepted. Like Kristen needs a Brittany. Kristen needs a boyfriend that's like Bo or something that, you know, they all are really into and that, that will bring her back into the fold. Yeah. Well, it's funny that you say that. Cause I think she is like starting to date someone now that is like, in very enmeshed in their friend group, like a guy that everyone likes. And I think she realizes that that's the only way that she's going to get back in. But I really deeply in my soul feel that Kristen more than anyone else needs to break free and like run into the sunset and never look back. Like she does not. I feel really bad for her. Yeah. She has gone through hell on the show and gets like no credit for basically making the show iconic and cementing yes. it in, like history of best reality shows ever. She gets no credit for that. She gets shit on by Katie and Stassi constantly. And Ugh. like she ha- has a really bad picker when it comes to men. And I just think that this is like a truly toxic environment for her to be in. Like I just don't think it's good for her like mental health or long term stability to be deeply enmeshed in these people's lives and have them enmeshed in her life. I think that it, it's always, it's interesting because like Katie is never the one that's X'd out. So like they did it to Stasi for a little bit and now they're doing it to Kristen. Sheena gets it every once in a while. Uh, Lala had to endure it until she was useful with the, with the PJ, but like Katie's never on the out. So it just like, it all leads back to her. She fucking sucks. She sucks. And I think that I think people like Schwartz so much that Katie ends up getting a pass because they're kind of a package deal. But I also think that people in that group just feel kind of bad for Katie. Like it's like she fell through a skylight. Because the window. Yeah. Yeah. So we're like gonna just let her do her thing and we won't like give her that hard of a time. I mean, Jax is the person out on that. Yeah. I mean, she's made it work for herself for like seven years now, at least during the length of the show. And like Jax is one of the people that's historically been the worst to her. Like if there's anyone that she should be like, 
fuck you, you're out of the group. It should be Jax. I mean, he basically encouraged Tom Schwartz to cheat all during like season three. I think he like planted the rumor that he had. He told like, or he had planted a rumor that Katie like motorboated a guy's dick and like <laughs> said he wanted nothing more than for Schwartz to rail a girl in front of her. Like really went gung ho, like ride or die. Let's get Katie out of our lives. And it still didn't work. But um, Ariana is back at Sir and she and Dana are both bisexual, out and proud bisexuals, bi sisters. <laughs> I love this realization for them both. I I love that. I mean, I always sort of like suspected Ariana was a little bit like, mm. you know, not all the way on one side of the Kinsey scale. And so, um, but like, I just, it never was as clear as when she decided to end an argument by going to play softball. <laughs> She's like, fuck this. I'd rather be playing softball. If all else fails, I'm just going to go play softball. I was like, I feel you, my fellow bisexual butterfly. Like, as a law, as someone that grew up playing softball, I was like, I really related to her, like, batting cage journey. <laughs> I love a batting cage. <laughs> Getting all huffed and puffed and being like, you could stand if all can't ask one question without anyone yelling at him. And then, like, forcefully hitting a ball. I was like, yes, queen. <laughs> But she is more like, um, I mean, it's, I think it's interesting that Tom Sandoval has been more of a Greek chorus. I think it's her influence. Um, and yeah. them together are now like, uh, much more logical than everyone else put together. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I also think that, you know, Stasi um, knows that the stuff with the pastor wasn't cool. Like it, it seemed clear to me and I bet Bo knows, but won't, wouldn't say shit if his mouth was full of it. Um, he knows better than to like get involved with that kind of stuff. Like, I feel like we saw it when he was like, you can't make that your wedding song. And then Jax was like, no, yeah, like it's happening. And then you can, they called it still the one, which is not the name of that song. Or they looks like we made it. What is the name of that? Oh, yeah, no, yeah, no, they called it looks like they're like, wait, you're gonna do looks like you made it? We made it? They like kept repeating that, but it no, it's called still the one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and did and they they did dance to that, right? I mean, I'm assuming that know. they're not I'm sure they probably will. It seems like he Jax is hell bent on using that song. Uh that came on in the nail salon today and I laughed and thought of them. Synchronicity <laughs> at play. <I> know. <laughs> Lisa, okay, wait. So this whole timeline of like pastor shenanigans, I think I remember months before their wedding, like knowing about this homophobic pastor, like just people in like the sexy unique podcast Facebook group and just seeing it online. Like I was well aware that they were like they had committed to this guy officiating their wedding and aware that that it wasn't changing in the week. That was like. December-ish like I remember it like being on um different you know reality tv like gossip sites and stuff that I keep up with um and I was just like oh I you know just expecting that once that news came out that they were gonna make a change and then they never made the change and I was like that's really interesting and then Brittany addressed it in like January on watch what happens live and um then and she was she was firm in her belief that the pastor was going to, was not homophobic and he was going to stay. 
and that was crazy. And it, it's true, though. They didn't do anything until Lisa said something. Yeah. And I'm like, obviously, Lisa was waiting to say something until filming happened so that it could be a storyline. But I feel like yeah. everyone knew exactly what the deal was for months and months. And like, then when it became a storyline, I, I'm pretty sure the whole plan behind the scenes was like, you can't have this person, but then we'll have like Lance Bass step in. Cause that's such like a, it's like oh, that such makes a sense. correction and it's so teed up perfectly to like correct, be like corrective in that way that it just felt like, Oh, okay. This was kind of like pre-planned. Um, I don't, I don't know how pre-planned it was because at one point there was like an announcement that Lisa was not going to be attending the wedding. And I think because they were going to have, they were, I think they, I feel like they probably were going to ask her to do it. And then she just was like, I'm not touching that. Um, and then she ended up going to the wedding, which was interesting. Um, but I, you know, I went and I looked through the pastor's like tweet history and like when he gave, he, he gave an interview to page six, um, like the day after he got fired and like did a, wrote a whole statement. Um, and so I think that they definitely didn't tell him that that was what was happening until the last minute. Um, but I also think that maybe like Brittany thought she'd be able to just like have him do it still. Their reasoning was so ridiculous and flawed and like the absolute like example of what's wrong with people. <laughs> like when when Jax was like, you know, you can believe in a cow. Uh, it doesn't bother me. It doesn't it doesn't affect me. It doesn't have anything to do with me. And it's like, yeah, that's like that's why you're supposed to like stick up for other people, even if it like doesn't affect you. Like that's how like shitty things happen when people like you like don't say stuff because it like doesn't affect you. doesn't affect totally. your life. So selfish. So selfish. And that flashback, too, of them on Watch What Happens Live in January or whenever, when Britney's like, I did see one thing, but then I asked him and he told me he wasn't homophobic. So it's fine. And it's like, okay, but how would, like, how would someone who's said that, like, prove to you that they're not homophobic? Like, that doesn't add up. But then you also see Ariana's face and then you see Sheena like looking back at Ariana and like there's confirmation <laughs> of like those two are like something ain't right. <laughs> even if you did see one thing, even if you did see the one tweet, that's enough to be convinced. I I looked at all the tweets. I looked at all of his Facebook um his Facebook updates or whatever they're called, his statuses and all the different notes that he wrote. And there's just like no like uh, gray area there. He was like, like patently homophobic and transphobic and like, you know, like a, like a rot, rotten hell. <laughs> they're, yeah. they're going to rotten hell <laughs> kind of thing. <laughs> I love his all caps. Like it is a sin. And <laughs> Well, when people are like, when people say stuff and he said this, but when people are like, I don't agree with the homosexual lifestyle, it's like, like what, like going to brunch and watching Wendy Williams or like ladies who golf, like what's the homosexual lifestyle like other than like actual sex? What is so disagreeable about it? There's not much that I can see. I mean, I think most of the homosexuals I meet are delightful. I prefer them to most of the straight people I meet. I prefer a homosexual lifestyle as a straight woman. Yeah. 
I much prefer that to like the straight hell that's like descended on to the cast of Vanderpump Rules and that's like just yeah. like permeating day-to-day pop culture. It's like this and I think it also relates back to the group dynamic and like Jack's and Brittany's wedding being like the all the kind of dynamic around that wedding is like we cannot say a, bring up like a single question when it comes to Jackson and Brittany and how everyone is just like agreed to do that is so bizarre to me unless it's, they're like having bet- those conversations off camera but I don't think that they are. I don't think that they are. I, I've i never really liked Brittany. I always thought that something was off about her that like just just somebody who would like like decide to be in a full on relationship with Jax Taylor after what had been shown of him on television. And then when she, when she claimed that she'd never seen the show, like, yeah, right. Um, whatever. And so I just always thought that she was like in it for the fame and whatever else it would bring. I'm sure she does really love him. I mean, he, he, I mean, he has looked good at times. He's looking less good to me now. I don't, I don't know if I'm just so sick of his shit at this point. Changes. I believe from like minute to minute, he's a shapeshifter. He, in this episode too, there were like times where I was like, Ooh, Jax. And then there were times where I was like, Oh, Jax. Like, I can't, I can't ever, it's not consistent anymore. He's like the outsider, like the (laughs) monster from the outsider. He has his eyes, but he's blurry. Yeah, his face is kind of droopy on one side, like obscured by a hoodie. I just like can't get a read on him. And then now he just, he really scares me because he buys into his own bullshit so, so hard and like, I think more than ever before and can't even there's not even one part of either of them. And I think Brittany does it too, because they're like, obviously like so together now where they're both just like, they defend every decision they make at all costs. There's never like, Oh yeah, we made a mistake. Like we kind of overlooked that or like waited too long, but it's unacceptable. And like, you're right. Like, oops like there's not even that level of awareness of how to like correct this like big mistake it's just like how dare you and like screaming and like i did nothing wrong yeah (laughs) you did do something wrong you like like willfully ignored like blatant uh like homophobic statements because it didn't fit into your fairy tale wedding yeah, and I think I mean I agree that she does that Britney does live in like a fantasy world of her own making. But I guess that's like kind of easy to do these days. Like I mean I guess if there's no real repercussions, like she still gets to be on a TV show, she still gets paid a lot of money. She and Jack's like bought a house, they got her dream wedding. Like why shouldn't she live in a total fantasy world? Like there I mean, are she's- no stakes. She mentioned something about how, like, in L.A., you live in a bubble. I think that she lives in a bubble because I I noticed that the, the two of them are real into blocking people. Like, they mm-hmm. just block any sort of, like, criticism, anything that could just even have, like, a hint of, like, negative commentary. And the thing is, is, like, yeah, like, comments can really suck and it can, like, psychologically 
damage you. Um, and it's probably not good to like read all the comments. Definitely not good to believe in the comments, even if they're like good comments, because yeah. that could fuck with your head too. And so, um, and you, you know, you like learn how to deal with that over time and it, and it must be difficult. And she probably gets it at like such a high rate, but, um, that's like the price that you pay when you want to live in a $2 million house in Valley village. Yeah. So it's like, but to block everyone, any sort of comments or whatever, like you're really going out of your way to like stay in your bubble, which isn't, which isn't an LGBTQ friendly bubble. By the no. way, and she was like, some she says some people believe in really different politics than we do. And I was like, what politics do you believe in? <laughs> or like, who are you talking about? Like, tell me more. I'm like wanting them just to walk themselves into the deep end. I wonder if she votes. She I mean, I, 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 feel like I they probably don't. doubt it. Yeah, like I don't think like Jack votes. Too There's much no work way for them. But yeah. then at the same time, I could see, I don't know, I could see it going either way. Like, I could see them both, like, voting for Trump, but they're also, like, pretty lazy. So to have to, like, get in the car and go somewhere that's not yeah. going to actually, like, help you. Stand directly. in line. Yeah. Yeah. No, thanks. Also, that workout studio that they go to, Lit Method, I've done that class. It used to be in West oh, Hollywood. Really? Yeah. I used to go like, cause it was on class pass for a long time and cl- close by where I live. And it's like not a great workout. I mean, if you love like a rowing machine and stuff, but I hate the rowing machine, but the I rowing know, machines have, are terrible. They're terrible. They're torture. Why would I want to pretend I'm on a ship rowing to nowhere? <laughs> like, no. <laughs> um, but Jax is like, always posting about lip method so i feel like he's like worked it out to where he gets to work out there for free he was wearing the shirt which is a ripoff of an off-white shirt yeah he loves like he loves wearing their merch and like posting about them on social media um so just a side note for all you readers out there that aren't la based um (laughs) raquel is looking great in my opinion um physically or Physically, I think her whatever like kind of filler situation that she was doing has like all settled into itself. And I'm liking her like blonde hair. I think it could be about six inches shorter and be like yeah. much more becoming because it, it's doing that ombre thing where it turns into just like dry fluff at the ends. Yeah. But she looks just like Co- Connie Britton. Don't you think? She does. She kind of looks like she reminds Connie me Britton so much of her and like Kaya Gerber kind of morphed into a person yes her eyebrows are a little too close for my liking like they're they're closer over time yeah but you know what i guess that's that's her look so on on top model that's one of the things where tyra would be like that's your signature like you have to keep that you know Mm. like she like girls with spaces in their teeth well then but remember that one top model where tyra tried to get i think it was danielle to remove the space between her teeth and danielle was like pushing back and it was just like a war about the space between her front teeth they came to a compromise that they got caps but there was still some of a little bit of the space space. yeah yeah if i was Um, getting to pay for my caps i would just get my fucking teeth fixed oh i would get the whole mouth done if they're putting the bill that shit isn't cheap yeah it's really expensive it's so expensive. And are caps different than veneers? Or are they, same, are they the same thing? 
It's the same. Yeah, well, it depends. Like, there are certain, like, there's cheap-ass veneers that, like, the Jersey Shore cast got where, like, they just basically glue teeth to your teeth. Yeah. Um, Like, you're basically just, like, wearing dentures on your teeth. But then they're, like, the real caps, like, they basically, like, take your teeth out and they, like, file your tooth down to, like, a stub, like a stick. Because I have one yeah. fake one in the front. And then they, like, glue a tooth onto the stub. Mm-hmm. So you can never go back to your real teeth after the like expensive veneers. Yeah. Yeah. But then what do you do? Cause you're supposed to replace them every 10 to 15 years, right? Yeah. Mine's like, mine's be, I'm like terrified all the time. Every time I bite into an apple, um, I'm always afraid it's going to come out It'd be a really shitty thing. If my front tooth fell out right now, I, I can't really afford to get it fixed. So I would be, I'd be kind of devastated. Um, but it's like, it is probably time. If I get a little bit of money, I'll do like my front four just to get them all to match because now like you, cause you can't bleach caps. Like you can't bleach veneers. Oh, okay. So, um, I can bleach the rest of my teeth, but you know, the veneer wouldn't match. Mm -hmm. Uh, so my teeth are just slowly yellowing, which I don't love aging is the ultimate troll it really is um wait but speaking of ombre hair why can't sheena get her roots done have you noticed how just are her roots really... lighter than her oh my god and it's been progressive since filming began and it was just like kind of a little bit in the beginning of the season and now at the the at the bridal shower, it was like a good two inches, inch and a half, two inches of brown that she like, it, it looks like she tried to put like root touch up on it. Um, oh. And it just doesn't match the black that's at the bottom. So like, what's that. that about? She, was she can't just like, me. I think that they have, they put like an embargo on the cast changing their hair dramatically when they're filming. Like that's apparently even why getting Katie's your roots done. I don't know. I mean, that's why Katie's hair remained orange for the entirety of season two. They were like, we can never. Yeah, they were like, she went like halfway through the blonde transition process and then filming started. And they were like, sorry, you can't like touch it now because we need it to stay the same for continuity purposes. Oh, my! well, that's why the that's why Tom and Ariana don't have furniture, they said, um, because I guess they said that they couldn't, I guess they were like in the process of like shopping and decorating their house, but they weren't able, like they wanted to slowly buy pieces of furniture and like, like pick out things, I guess, instead of just like have their whole house done. And, um, they wanted to do that, but they couldn't get it all done before filming began. And so, um, they were just like left to not have furniture so that that became like their thing is that they just don't have furniture. And I guess now it's furnished. They've taken their like bleak apartment vibes into this new house. <laughs> where they just are floor people. <laughs> it's like they're squatting in their own house. In their million two million dollar home. I love too that they like have like a mattress on the floor. Also, like the editors are trolling by showing like B roll footage of their all their TV equipment and like audio like speakers on the floor. But they do have like one nice really potted plant. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, wrote, I would rather not have 
I would rather shop for my own furniture than buy the staging furniture, which I guess is what oh, yeah. Jackson Brittany did. And um, Katie did that too. He also bought the staging furniture. I thought that they just did it because it was cheaper than furnishing an entire $2 million house. Like I, I, I thought like, Oh, maybe they spent all these people spent all their money on the house. And then now the only way they can afford to furnish it is to like either buy the staging furniture or live on the floor. <laughs> i'd rather i'd live on the floor in a heartbeat yeah who wants the staging like furniture, furniture that a million strangers have sat on like i don't know where yeah. it came from yeah it's just like no. random like it's probably it's not like, your, not sti- that it's your nice. style yeah um interesting i haven't seen the friends uh uh apartment like the frame the frame around the people that they all had. I pray that's retired. I feel like they have it somewhere that they put it somewhere in that home. I'm not sure where it'll pop up when you least expect it just to like terrorize you in a moment of total like vulnerability. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really not a fan of Tom and Ariana's black wall in their bedroom. It like freaks me out. It makes me feel unsafe. Yeah. Black wall, that's tough. I'm like, Chris Jenner is maybe the only person that can pull off a black wall, but even she puts like a zigzag element into it or something. Tom has similar hair to her. He is. I feel like he and Chris Jenner are kindred spirits. <laughs> I think I really like Tom. I think this this year in particular, I mean, I always thought I always enjoyed Tom. I enjoy the crying and all of it, mm-hmm. the costumes and the pageantry. Um, but I I really enjoy that he it makes a lot of sense now and he's just so I mean the most ethical least fuckable of all of them I think maybe Who's not the as most fuckable to you um I mean I mean used to be Jax for so long just mm-hmm. because he's like an animal but um I mean Schwartz is so cute but he also there's I mean I don't know. I don't like cheaters. Uh, so I guess, I guess that's, that's where we are. Yeah. <laughs> I think, actually, I do think that Peter is below. No, no, no. I, I would fuck Peter before Sandoval, I think. Oh, wow. I would, I would. Yeah. I'm glad to see Sandoval coming out like on the right side of history, so to speak. And like having a wake up call about Jax because it, for so long, it really like threw me that he was able to be friends with Jax given all the shit that Jax had pulled with him. And then it just seemed like why, like Ariana, like it seems like she's never really taken to Jax. So it didn't make sense that they were like all friends. It's weird. It's weird how Ariana and, uh, and Kristen are now very close. Yeah, I'm into that. Like, that feels right to me. Yeah. But it also is like, how how on earth? Like, the way Kristen's mind works is like, so interesting to me. Like, I'm excited to read her book to get a more of a grasp on things. not wait for that book. I love I the title. I know. It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> I because they did drive her crazy. I would have felt like shit if I was on a reality show with my boyfriend and then he left me for someone else who then joined the show and then who my then friends would another cast me about it. Yeah. yeah. That, I mean, that would drive me crazy. That would drive me crazy. If I got outed as fucking my best friend's 
man and then my best friend punched me in the face on tv and everyone was like you are a dirty slut i would go kill myself like i wouldn't i would not continue to be on that show i'd change my name and like move to wyoming and start over as like a farmhand well that's what she said she says i I don't quit when she was playing softball she's like i don't give up on anything on men dreams she'll (laughs) never give up even if she can't she's like i hit a home run every time and she's like whiffing everything but even the editors i feel like everyone that works on this show is devoted to trolling Kristen and making her look as unhinged as humanly possible and she makes it kind of easy for them because i think she's unhinged like 70 percent of the time but it still like doesn't seem ethical after a certain point yeah she seems to like the attention though like at this point it's like her thing i mean she got a book deal on it like that's her brand it's a platform for her to jump off of so and i think she's (laughs) taking advantage of that like i think that (laughs) nosedive (laughs) i didn't even mean it like that but also yes that but like she's spinning it in her favor i think we'll come out on top I think I hope so. Yeah, I really do. I'm. I want to read her book. I would. I am more interested in her book than um, Stassi's. I didn't. I didn't look into Stassi's book at all. I read Stassi's book. It's a grand disappointment. Mm. Yeah, it's just like not surprising. You don't learn anything. It's just like a a pretty pretty big waste of time. Yeah. Um, Max and Dana decide that they're going to be exclusive. What do you make of Max? He wears too many rings for a man. <laughs> you imagine <laughs> like getting into bed with a guy with like seven turquoise rings on and him having to like take them off and then drop them like the sound of them like dropping on your nightstand like and then he gets like on top of you. That's just to me is the opposite of what. I don't know, an aphrodisiac would be, I would just be so, it's like the, it's like the same thing with like one time I had sex with someone who was wearing Velcro sneakers and there was three strips of Velcro on each shoe. Mm -hmm. And I went to the bathroom to like pee or whatever before we had sex. And I just heard like (laughs) so many times. And I was like, yeah, but, um, you can't you can't get fingered with someone wearing all those rings, so he does have to take them off. But I think that that also shows poor decision making to be it, be into all that kind of jewelry. I get that he, I like understand what the draw is to him because there are times when I look at him and I'm like, he is kind of hot. Like there's something going on, but at the same time, I'm like, he seems subpar like this seems beneath dana to be like fucking with this guy in the way that she is and i'm just like you see them like fake going to bed which i was very unclear on that whole scene where they were like okay let's go to bed now and then like she gets in bed with a full face of makeup and they're like good night and turn the light off but she's their underwear on in like a thong (laughs) like she's literally so hot and then She's like, come here, get into bed, skinny. And then he like hops in. And I'm like, oh, you got to upgrade yourself. Well, and he's like, you know, I like Dana. Uh, I don't 
I mean, she's funny, but I don't like that because I like to be funny. And that's just like, yeah, that's a red flag. Yes, absolutely. Hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. I have breaking news for all the men out there who are looking for a little cup support. Finally, Me Undies is unveiling their latest gifts to help men feel big. The contoured pouch and ball caddy. This micromodal sling keeps things separated and lifted. Nine out of 10 women swear this sophisticated brief technology will make you look huge. And that's all that matters, right? I personally have not tried the contoured pouch and ball caddy, but I do have a pair of high-cut, high-waisted MeUndies, and I'm obsessed with the material. I love to sleep in full-coverage underwear, and these are so soft. They're comfortable. They're also flattering. They don't cut in weird to my hips or waist, and I'm positive that based on my experience with MeUndies, the men who decide to go down a contoured pouch and ball caddy road are also going to be singing MeUndies praises. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, MeUndies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes XS to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. MeUndies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. MeUndies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh-so-comfy, making it ideal for all-day wear. They use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. Not happy with your first pair of undies? It's on me undies. Good things come in big packages at me undies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at meundies.com/sexy. That's meundies.com/sexy for 20% off plus free shipping. Me undies, comfort from the outside in. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sydney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disintel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know that hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? 
That is where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry! Your hair and skin will thank you. The bridal shower decorations made me really like the streamers made me really sad. <laughs> <laughs> like seeing them try and do that in someone's house, I was just like, oh, like no matter how kind of chic they get, like they still, there are certain things that are just like so off the mark. Yeah, absolutely. I liked Ariana dragging Stasi in that moment too, where she was like, you're basic. Aren't you supposed to be really good at this? <laughs> totally. Which is like the whole, the thing that I guess that rubs me the wrong way of Stasi trying to be like the leader of a basic army is like, she's not basic. And it's truly just like posturing to, in an attempt to like brand herself. You don't think she's basic? I mean, I don't think so, really. I think that she's, like, a bitch, but I don't think that she's that basic. I mean, I guess I don't even know what, like, basic is anymore. I mean, her clothing has no sense of individuality to it. Um, She, I believe her when she says she only has um, sex and missionary position, which is Mm -hmm. extremely basic. Um, I guess I believe that. She really embraces ranch um as a condiment um is like you know there's nothing really unique about that um and the fact that she acts like liking murder and mystery is like her one thing that makes her unique is actually like not unique whatsoever true crime is like the biggest genre of like dateline is like such a big show because a lot of basic people and I and I do love Dateline, but a lot of basic people sit home on Friday night and watch that. So like I I don't think I mean I I do think she's basic. I think she's trying to own a space maybe in, in a way that uh, like she she definitely is trying to like brand herself. But I do think that she is she is basic AF. Mm-hmm. And even if she embraces it, I still don't think it's necessarily a great thing. Nothing to brag about. I guess there's something about this version of Stassi that feels just like inauthentic or holding back a lot more now that there's like so much branding involved and there's higher stakes for her. So I just don't like it. Like she acts like really cute. Yeah. Like she just acts really cutesy sometimes. And I'm like, this doesn't seem true. Have you ever listened to her podcast at all? I have, yeah. I just recently listened to one where her and Bo like were talking about buying their house together. I was, yes, yes. Okay, did I you listen to that. to that? Okay, yes. what do you think of that? Kind of an asshole. 
he he's like an asshole. I can't yes. being like feeling for Stassi. I was like, well, you've gone and done it again. Like he's just like a <laughs> wolf in sheep's clothing. Absolutely. Um, the thing is, is that like he was giving her shit about not putting his name on the house that she bought with her money that she made that she earned. Mm-hmm. Um, and like as somebody who put the name of someone on the house with money that I earned with a house that I bought with money I earned that he didn't put a single penny into. And then he left me like a month after we went to no three weeks after we went to closing. Um, and then that's been sort of like a legal nightmare since then. Um, trying to like have to like refinance and all this stuff. But, um, anyway, like, yeah, good for you. And she's seen her, like her parents have been divorced so many times. Like she just is protecting herself as she should. And he has no fucking right to, give her shit about that at I all think he's been declared bankruptcy multiple times <gasps> oh, so, i wish I lexus nexus i would have looked that up i don't think that i mean i was like good for you to be so protective like you're doing one thing right which is you're putting everything in your name and having him like pay you rent or like pay the mortgage or whatever but yeah. like i just i came away from that podcast i was just like this guy is a nightmare like Yes. He has a stick up his ass about all sorts of like decorations and like this yes. sort of like sense of like ownership over something that's not his and like a chip on his shoulder about playing like second fiddle to this woman. But at the same time, it's like she is the only reason that you have anything going on in your life besides yes. being a casting person. And like, I mean, he goes on tour with he's like part of her live show hustle right now which i'm sure she makes bank off of he like i guess she does that like cooking with Bo, whatever on instagram which by the way i'm traumatized in such a way from that potato dish that he made i may never fully recover that was disgusting that was, was disgusting it, it was potatoes it, it cut was- in half with deli meat ham on them then like shredded cheese shredded cheese on top and then like it wasn't even a proper uh gratin like it didn't have like milk or butter or anything it wasn't like a true it i don't know what that was that was truly disgusting and wrong that was satanic for him to put that whole dish together (laughs) with a deli meat ham don't (laughs) don't do that don't do that to me he was (laughs) i He's canceled forever for that. That took me over. Using her to be, to like heighten his platform. I I mean, I was so suspicious of him right away. The way that he just jumped in, like full on jumped in and like wanted to be part of her life and wanted to be friends with her friends and immediately became like best friends with everybody. Like that to me was really suspicious. And then everyone, but then everyone was like, oh, but we love Bo. Like when it started, he seemed really charming and stuff. And I was like, oh, like maybe he's kind of funny. But I always had this like nagging feeling in the back of my head that like, uh, like that it just what it just didn't seem right and I was like oh well maybe like that's just like what like failed actors in LA are like maybe like you know they just do that but no I think that he showed his true colors on that podcast and that was like really shitty yeah. um she needs to find somebody who like loves her fully for who she is instead of being annoyed by who she is like like the way that Patrick was like so annoyed by her and like like Bo seems to be annoyed like like, I feel like Kim and Kanye, 
like Kanye loves that Kim loves to take selfies. Whereas like that would annoy so many men. Like she needs Mm -hmm. to find someone that's like that. And I think initially Bo did seem like that person. And I'm not quite sure that he is that person. Yeah. I think also that she needs to find someone that's like in that they're independently wealthy. Like they have their own whole money making thing going on. And they like, yeah, that that that's like has the same amount of power as she has and and maybe and this might be hard in la but like maybe not someone in entertainment like yeah. maybe like because that data tech guy yeah and oh i my think God. that they totally. would like be totally like complementary to each other i think that that would be good for her career even like they could help her get into like tech which i for some reason that makes like a lot of sense to me like her getting into that world but I'm just like I think that they all care so much Sheena excluded because I don't think she cares about finding some a man that like meshes well into their friend group but I think that that has become that's like too important to most of them is like yes will this person fit into the friend group will all my friends like this person And then can we all continue to hang out together is like, no one's making good relationship decisions based off of that. And Lala didn't, I mean, she also didn't make that her relationship decision based on that. And it worked out for her because she actually got like a rich, questionably rich guy, but who's like has connections that then everyone else is like excited to use. So then then it kind of does become that dynamic because Lala now is like finally accepted but really only on the basis of her relationship with Randall and her letting them use like the PJ. Do you think, who do you think out of all of these couples has like uh, the most legs to like make it? Cause I don't think I actually don't, I'm not sure that anyone's going to like really be together forever, but like who's going to be together the longest. That's a really good question. Some, I kind of feel like Lala and Randall could be together for a long time. Me too. Me too. Like I just, I think that they make each other laugh. They like entertain each other. They've been, they're pretty ride or die with each other. I think she genuinely loves him. Like otherwise, like why would you be with this guy for that long? Um, I don't know. I haven't listened to their podcast, which I, I've been meaning to. Me neither. I should listen to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that, and you know what? I met him at BravoCon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I only asked to take pictures with two people from the Vanderpump Rules cast, and one was Rand, and then the <laughs> other was Tom Schwartz. Um, <laughs> but he was very nice. He was really nice uh, and accommodating. And um, but he also is like he doesn't need this the way that um that Bo might need this, you know. Yeah. Or that like Carter needed this, um, or needed Rand Kristen has, to have it. Yes, like Rand has his own thing going on, and he seems. Uh, I follow him on Instagram, and he seems like I really genuinely enjoy his energy that he brings to the platform. Like he's very upbeat, encouraging, and like high energy. Seems like an involved dad. I mean, I just yeah. like I kind of get it. You know what I mean? And now Amber and uh, his ex-wife and Lala are getting along. Yeah. And I like I like that they can get along with each other. 
I know, and promote each other's projects. That's nice. That's mm-hmm. nice for the kids. It's great for the kids. I think Lala cares a lot about his daughters. And yes. I think he is really cute. His daughters are so cute. And I'm just like, I root for them. Like, I want them to make it. But I also want to see their relationship on screen. It really all just depends, too. I I feel like on the money, you know, mm-hmm. I do. I do think that like one wrong, one shitty investment or maybe not one because he did do that like uh, John Gotti movie. But like, you know, he, he could make some missteps and then it could all be gone. It's like, I really do feel like he is living. He's a gambler. He's really into poker. Yeah. Um, he's celebrity poker gems level. Like, yes, he's, he's very, doing a like, parlay Sam or and uncut gems. Like it's always yeah. like he has 50 million and then he has no money at yeah. all. And he's going to make it all back in a six way parlay. And, you know, and then it's just but it's I think it's always going to be like an up and down. I mean, I'm sure like his insides are probably like constantly twisted in turmoil of like, you know, like it seems like he has a lot of cortisol (laughs) coursing through his body just based on like his body type. (laughs) I'm like, you have like high cortisol levels. Yes. Yes. I bet stressed. He's stressed. So stressed. So I hope he like his money situation evens out and then he can get like Kybella and why hasn't he done Kybella yet I don't know it might be more than Kybella can handle like it might have to be a Kybella lift lipo scenario he could do I bet if he did two rounds of Kybella and then did like like three to six rounds of old therapy which is painful I did I did that on my jaw after Kybella. So be like a freeze the fat type of thing. No, it's tightening. Um, it's a tightening the skin. So like my skin was like a little bit loose after Kybella on mm-hmm. underneath. I only got the one round of Kybella because I thought that it was just too painful and I didn't want to do it again. And so then I was like, I'll do the old therapy and I'm like fine with the results. It's not like the most chiseled jaw, but like it's a lot better than what it used to be. And it's certainly not ran levels, but yeah. I think he could do Kybella twice and then some old therapy or maybe even some cool sculpting after the Kybella. um yeah. whatever the case it doesn't have to be that invasive i think that he can improve the because he's working out a lot yeah or, he seems to be like he has that like middle-aged man body that's like somehow thick but also tight yeah yeah did you say a dorito yeah <laughs> like like the shoulders like the upside top. down triangle I, yeah yes yes <laughs> like it's just some, men somehow get like thick but like buoyant and not like as saggy i feel like women tend to like get saggier over time that has but, to do like, with our hormones yeah it's all hormonal but i i hope but i mean also if lala just loves him the way he is like roller coaster financial high cortisol levels and like a little <laughs> bit of under chin bloat then maybe just stay that way they 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 retouched a photo i don't know if it was like an engagement photo or what it was but like they fully took away his chin his, his, his <laughs> other chin so it, i'm led to believe that they don't He's love a, it yeah that maybe they would rather not be there yeah, with dr jason diamond Cause he's like a high, he's like really up there in terms of like surgeons to the stars. Oh yeah. Him and like Dr. Orion, th- yeah. those two. 
Mm-hmm. And Dr. Orion is like so insanely expensive. Like no one on Vanderpump Rules is at like an Orion level. But I think no. that they're at like a Jason Diamond. They like kind of came up with Diamond at the same time. And like Lala yeah. definitely has the means to like go down a Diamond route. So I hope that they're plotting like a whole game plan. For, to when are they getting married? The lower half of Randall's face. Um, I don't Soon, know. right? Like April, I think. Yeah. I think and like what? she did a post like kind of recently. that was like in 60 days, I'm going to marry this person or something like that. Yeah, I think he posted about their like wedding invitations. I want to know. I'm dying to see her dress. Like who does it? I hope she gets like a designer to do her dress. Yeah, I bet that she will. Like uh, she might she might have like a Vera Wang. You know, it would be interesting as if she did. And I wouldn't put it past her to like do Marquesa. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I could absolutely see that. <laughs> Someone has to bring back Marquesa and it might as well be Lala. Yeah. Um, speaking of wedding dresses, my workout studio that I go to now is right next to the place where Brittany's wedding dress was from, Kinsley James. And so every day I walk by that wedding dress studio on my way to go work out. <laughs> Her wedding dress... Her actual wedding dress was very, very similar to her cheesy wedding dress for her bachelorette party. Did you notice yeah. that? Mm-hmm. Like the top. It's so, like, I don't know where that, where that line is drawn for her. I, I guess that they're one and the same because her wedding dress also like was like a three in one dress where they just would like rip off a layer that had been like velcroed on or like unbutton it. And then that was like her cocktail reception dress. And then like they ripped off another layer and that was like the after party dress, but it all was like from the same dress, which really, I hate that. I would just, if I can't afford to have actually three different dresses, I'm just going to wear one dress the whole time. I just wore one dress. Because yeah. the dress was so expensive and I liked it so much that, and you never get to wear it again, mm-hmm. that um, I just wanted to wear it the whole time. Yeah. Wear it and like trash it. And then maybe do like the Lauren Santo Domingo thing where they like cut off the bot, like a designer, like cut off the bottom of it, like halfway through the party or something. <laughs> <laughs> Mine had like a loop on the end so I could put it on my finger. Oh, I like that. That's very princess of you. Practical princess. Practical princess. James and Raquel make like breakfast. And then James has this like really bizarre fight with her about first missing her shift for at Sir. And then also like whether or not she's going to go to Peter's party. And I fully saw their relationship dynamic in that moment. And I was like, I was really uncomfortable. That was abusive. Yeah, it's highly abusive. And even though I think, I mean, I've heard rumors that they're not even in a relationship. Like they just have an arrangement on camera because he's like actively like also bisexual. It still is like, it was not good. Well, he's another one that needs to get someone that fits in more with the group. Mm hmm. Or just uh, be like a, just be like single. Or if he was bi, I think that they would all be a lot nicer to him. 
If he was bi they, and just like kind of dating like random dudes and women and having them around, he would be that would be major because they need a single they need one of like kind of an OG person to be like that bringing that single energy to the mix. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There's and too I don't many know Kristen's going to do it because I don't think that I don't know if they can handle like single Kristen. Oh, man, I would love to see Kristen just like speed dating or yeah, like just bring in randos to like these people's house, these like expensive homes for like mm. parties. Um, I think that would be a lot of fun. That would be so fun. That should be her like season nine storyline is like I'm dating and like trying to get back out there and like find a good match. And James should also yeah. be dating. Yeah, it, do you, like that's it, the, his relationship with Raquel is really bizarre to me. Um, it makes sense that it wouldn't be real. I think it's really clear that she just wants to be on the show. Because, like, why else would you put up with that shit from him? Um, why else would you date James, who is, like, verbally abusive, and then also work at Sir? Yeah. There's yeah. a He's, lot of other places to work where you can at least have your dignity at the end of the day. Like, she's working at Sir more than she's filming this show. <laughs> <laughs> is she working there off camera, too? Yeah. I've been wow. there on nights when they've not, they're not filming, and there's Raquel bussing a table or like taking wow. like, you played this all wrong yeah she really did wow god bless Britt and her family go over to katie's house for her wedding shower it's a bridal sh- i guess it was a bridal shower and i love like lisa's genuine concern for Brittany's like well-being and all of this where she's like there was this one part where Lisa's like, I just want her to remember this part, not the rest of it. And I could just tell that, like, it just seemed like Lisa genuinely cared about how Brittany was going to process all of this. It must be clear to everyone that she's not handling the public, uh, like, backlash well or, like, mm-hmm. any kind of disapproval. I went through – oh, so you know how, like, they showed, like, comments – uh, under the like, you know how she like posted the picture of her bridal shower, and then they showed examples of comments. Mm-hmm. Um, none of those um, handles are real. Yeah, <laughs> they look all really of them fake. up. Yeah, one I was like all of friend them. of Ryan or something like that, or like pal what? of Ryan, Ryan fan, and one was oh, Ryan famously, fan. which okay. famously I'm shocked that's not an actual like thing. Yeah. And then, but um, but Brittany turned off comments on that on that post mm-hmm. um since then so it's like yeah i mean that's probably the best thing for her but like you know that is rough like that is rough on a person if they're not like mentally equipped to handle that like it could be really tough going through that kind of thing but um so i i totally get that like you know lisa would be sympathetic to that um you know or empathetic or whatever but um Still gave her a negligee. <laughs> gave her a negligee. And like, I'm also, I have empathy for Brittany, but I also am like, this is your choice. You chose to go meet this person in Vegas. Yeah. Get she in chose her choice. Yeah, you chose your choice. And like, this is how it goes. Like, and if you are 
totally that secure in it, none of this stuff should bother you. But I think that there in the back of her head is like, knows that there is something wrong or that something isn't adding up or this isn't maybe the right choice for her. And that's where that insecurity creeps in and where those people, when people are just like trashing her, I kind of thought it was sweet of her friends to throw her a princess party. Like it's not at all what I would want for myself, but I was like, okay, like she obviously like loves this and like her friends are just doing what she wants. But it really did make me laugh when I read all those comments. When she oh, was like, totally. Every single comment is like, what the fuck is wrong with you? You yeah, grow up. <laughs> this is a grown ass woman. Like, but truly though, like she, it She's does. I do think development. Like, absolutely. I mean, are, but like an infantilizing, like, like it's just, yeah, you're supposed to be getting married, but you're like, like it's just clear that she's i mean it's so clear it's just blatantly obvious that she's just into the like the fairy tale aspect of Mm -hmm. this relationship she's marrying the ogre not the prince like she's marrying the villain she's marrying the the guest gaston of Mm -hmm. uh she's not with the beast she thinks she's with the beast and she's with gaston no and that's such a good point and like I feel like she's regressing as this relationship progresses. Like she's all this like princess and like fairy tale play and like cutesiness is like, it's way more amped up than it ever has been. And the true arc for her that would have been like her princess redemption is that she dumps Jax, never looks back and then finds a great new guy and marries that guy. And that was That's totally, well, I know, but it was like, that was totally an option that would have been available to her, I think. And I think that she truly believed that if she didn't have Jax, like she wouldn't be on the show anymore or like. She I was think- locked in. They all embraced her. Like she could have absolutely stayed on that show. Yeah. And they would have filmed it- with her. It would have made an amazing next season, like watching Jack spin the fuck out. And like, yeah. because he, what he did in season two with Stassi was like incredible. Like I, oh, yeah. when he was like crying, like trying to take her out, she was over him. He's like hitting a tattoo of her name. Truck. Yeah. It gets a tattoo of her name, then goes and fucks Kristen. I'm sure <laughs> he and Kristen probably would have fucked again if if he and Brittany had broken up. Because I think Kristen's always kind of had the hots for Jax. I don't think that that's like ever really gone away. Um, but yeah, and in, instead she just like totally leaned away from her like a road of empowerment. And then now we're stuck in like princess Disneyland. Yeah. But I guess they, it's like a really interesting lesson of like that's kind of what happens when you make that kind of choice yeah you're just i mean she's like gonna be locked away in her castle in valley village (laughs) (laughs) with gaston (laughs) lance bass is officiating their wedding and i love sherry Brittany's mom because i truly believe that she's furious about all Oh, she was pissed you could tell by her face was like are you okay with this Mm mm-hmm Mm-hmm. Like yeah, couldn't you be happy? Like yeah. a frozen smile, and she has to like pretend that she's happy when the cameras are rolling. But she's like really in her head. She's like, who the fuck is gonna say the prayer? 
<laughs> she's pissed because they're a family friend. But I think also what's gross about her is that she doesn't even have the courage of her convictions. Like, because I know that she probably, I have a feeling that she also does not agree with the homosexual lifestyle mm-hmm. and agrees with the pastor. Um, but she is more interested in keeping that cool sculpting coin coming in. Like yeah. she needs the, this check to pay for her procedures. And so she's willing to like sell out. I would actually be, I would have more respect for her. I mean, I wouldn't have respect for her, but I would have more respect for her if she actually like just stuck to her guns and was like, this is our religion and this is what we're doing. Mm -hmm. And instead she believes that stuff, but is like, she's a latent (laughs) homophobe. She's like a closeted homophobe. But that was why Brittany, like when that whole rumor about her and Kristen hooking up came out and it was like, she just Brittany kept trying to shut that down was because her yeah. family has this like long history of homophobia. And it was like, yeah. no daughter of ours is going to be going down on another girl. Like it was like a total non-starter. And I think that that's like why she got so mad at Jax during that season. And he was the one that even put the rumor out there in the first place. I know what an asshole. God. When she married him, what an asshole. And I love Brittany being like, well, my mom has to get on board with it because her second marriage was on a cruise ship, which is fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what it was like carnival or something. Probably carnival. I wonder if they had like a suite or if they just got like one of the really cheap, like underwater rooms where you just have like a little like, hole peeking out. <laughs> That's like a cool destination wedding. It's like... It- awful married married on a cruise nowadays you just get like coronavirus and also like have a wedding and then have all your friends get like docked away from the shore (laughs) as you all like one by one drop like flies after the wedding (laughs) (laughs) but sherry's also been married i think four times are you see i didn't know that i think so she's had like a lot of marriages that is i mean it's ridiculous that they are making such a big deal about this wedding when they treat marriage like that. Yeah. Like it's wow. I didn't know that. Oh yeah. Um, James clowning on Jackson, Brittany is my lifeline and we need just, even though he's like an abusive boyfriend, I need some sort of voice of reason to come and like bring levity to this show. Like he's a necessary evil. I think James is really funny. I always thought he was funny. Mm-hmm. I think he says some of the funniest things and some of the more iconic things. Yeah. Um, I mean, Honda Civic selfie. It's not about the pasta. He's always has, he has hits. He has Hit hits on hit. hits. Yeah. Yeah. And so they need to, they need to incorporate him more. And I like that there's going to be like this division where like Tom Sandoval clearly it just embraces James, mm-hmm. which bothers everyone else. But like, James was right. Jax did fuck Faith. And it's wild that that Britney's marrying this guy. It's wild like, that you can't even say that that happened when it is something that happened. You know what I mean? And like on TV, such, it's not even like it t- happened off camera. It was yeah. a storyline on this television show. It was fully documented. And like the hypocrisy that happens 
amongst the group. Like I'm remembering at Stassi's book signing when she like read aloud in front of Brittany and Kristen, like a chapter where she talks about Jack's fucking Kristen. And it's like, you are going to get mad at James for saying that Jack's fucked faith, which is a fact. And you're not going to hold that same standard for Stassi when she's bringing that up to these two women's faces, like for the entertainment, like in front of a room of people, she basically did the exact same thing that James did. Um, she did. I did think that it struck me that Brittany didn't like it, but that oh, yeah. she just sort of like swallowed it. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, Should it's I all right. I'm used to it. Happens all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is Kristen an Eskimo sister with every single woman on the cast? Brittany, Ariana, Stassi, Stassi, not Lala. Lala, Lala, oh, fuck Lala James. cause James. Yeah. Um, Sheena. Has, have, what is Sheena? Has Sheena fucked anyone? I think maybe, maybe not Sheena. Maybe not Sheena. But and maybe not Katie. The Peter ultimate also has like fucked uh, almost every girl on the cast too. I oh, think. Right. So maybe that's the Katie. Oh, she's not. Yeah, she's. I don't know if Kristen and Katie are Eskimo sisters. So everyone got a piece of Peter except for Kristen? Maybe. I think he dated. He definitely dated Stassi. I think he has slept with everyone. I need to double check. I need to brush up on my Peter facts because I'm a little rusty. It's, yeah, it'd be Kristen's interesting going hard there. She is fully Eskimo sisters with 90% <laughs> of the female cast members. <laughs> and if you believe that she and Brittany had sex, just like fully has had sex with Brittany as well, which I yeah. believe. Yeah. I absolutely believe that. Peter's birthday at the batting cages seems like a lawsuit waiting to happen. <laughs> like I is how is that legal that you can go take shots and like play beer pong and get drunk and then go into a batting cage? They have that in Queens. There's really? I've been to it. Yeah, you can bring your own six packs actually at the one in Queens, but they also sell beer. Yeah. Um it not a bar. Especially dangerous. Yeah, maybe there it's like a BYOB scenario here too, so it's like they don't have the same liability. Maybe. You should find out where it is. Yeah, I want to go now. It looked like it looked fun. Yeah, I actually I love I do love batting cages. I love a batting cage. Um Sheena's freezing her eggs, but no one pays attention to her anymore. I love She's like either you're not listening or you don't care. And it's like a little column A, a little column B. Yeah. (laughs) C, all of the above. (laughs) And then Peter goes up to Jax to be like, I just want you to know, like I didn't invite James. And then Jax tries to like play it like he would be cool if James was there. But then he goes, But it's good, you know, you just like that you didn't invite him because you never know what he's gonna do. Like, is he gonna run through the wall? And I was like, What are you talking about? Like like the Kool-Aid man? Like why is that? Why is that a thing? <laughs> Has he been known to do that? James? I don't know. But in Carrie O'Donnell's in my Road to Sir episode about Jax, we lit there. We literally said like at one point when he was living in Miami, he was like, 
so fucked up that he ran through a wall and he just like kept running through walls <laughs> over and over so i feel like jack somehow like incepted that and then now we are seeing it play out on screen <laughs> but if you never know what he's gonna do is he gonna run through a wall like no one runs through walls <laughs> no also jack's is one that's embarrassing in public he took his shirt off in a strip mall parking lot yeah. to like someone for no reason you never know what James is going to do. Brittany's literally screaming at the top of her lungs in like a public bar. And Jax yeah, is also screaming. Yeah, yeah. Like, so you guys are they're the wild the, cards. Absolutely. <laughs> they're the problem. <laughs> Stassi and Katie talking to Dana. I was like, okay, who cares? Like none of you guys like each other or even like have a vested interest in anyone's future. And then they just like bond over shit talking Sheena, which I'm like, enough. Like, leave Sheena alone. I know. Um, anytime, like, you just always have to like be like um, worried. Anytime, like, there's like a woman that like wants to base a relationship with you on mutual hatred of something else, like mm-hmm. that's just not a good foundation of a friendship. And I think that that's probably why there's so many like um, cracks in the foundation of like witches of WeHo because they're just like at their core, just like nasty about other women. Like mm-hmm. I imagine that that's probably how they all became friendly at sir. I mean, maybe not talk shit talking Sheena, but like someone like, yeah, well, Katie even said it where she was like, you, if you're working at Sir, you have to like either talk shit or you're going to get shit talked on you. And that's like the whole dynamic of working there. Wow. Well, like, Katie, you were never good at talking shit. Like you're better. at keep- No, you're better when you keep your mouth shut. The only time you're good at talking shit is when you're wasted. So, or, you know, angry texting. Mm-hmm. that's that's where she shines it's her drunk texts <laughs> then britney starts looking at her comments and then just fully melts down i don't think britney's like mental health can actually take much more of being on vanderpump rules like maybe maybe like she will eventually crack and we'll see her full break from reality play out on tv because like if this if like her comments on her princess party Instagram at are like getting to her at this level where she's now going on a narrative of like everyone's out to get me right now, like and not the comments weren't even that nasty. It's not like they weren't like um they were they were just like this is this is stupid. Yeah. <laughs> like that was kind of like the depth of it. It was just like aren't you supposed to be like a grown up? Like it wasn't like. Like, truly, I mean, maybe there were truly nasty ones and you just didn't see them. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling that maybe people were just, like, piling on. People were probably, like, making fun of the princesses. And then also, like, people were probably mentioning the pastor stuff because that had all just happened, like, yeah. in that same time period. So, like, they probably were just adding to, you know, those posts, like, whatever her most recent post was. They'll, they'll like, talk about it on there. Um but yeah, I don't think she's she needs to step away from the from the social media, I think. They both do. Jax both filmed do. himself, did a live. He did a live last night where he ju- I watched it too, which oh, is how like was it? for me. All he literally was watching a hockey game and just like kind of glancing. Like I it it struck me that he was doing it because 
um, like a bunch of girls sign on and then they say like, you're hot. Like, like they say things to him and he just like needs his ego fed for a little bit. And Brittany wasn't home. And so he just was like watching the game and then he would just like glance down every once in a while and he'd be like, thank you. Thanks. <laughs> and then <laughs> that was all he was doing. Awesome live. <laughs> At one point he was like, Someone, he, and then he was just—he gets like um, surly, like he gets like um, like salty for no reason a lot of the time with like his own followers who like him. And someone was like, "Why aren't you talking about the episode?" And he was like, "Because I didn't watch it, and I don't like watching myself on TV." And like, like basically, like insulting the people who are watching the show, like, mm-hmm. like hockey. He's like, "Cause hockey's on, that's why." Like. Any like any this is more important than Vanderpump Rules is like great promotion. Yeah. God, he's so backwards. And I saw like that he had gone on live and like spent a lot of the time talking about how like Sandoval is just as bad as he is because like Max said all that racist shit on Twitter and Sandoval Mm -hmm. didn't fire him. And I'm like, Sandoval doesn't have the power to like fire Max. No. Like Lisa has that power. Yeah, Lisa also said that she wasn't firing Max, like, came out and said that to the Daily Mail. And then also, like, Bravo ultimately has that power of, like, whether or not evolution, yeah, remains on the show. So, like, his arguments are just so, they're based on nothing. And then Brittany, like, cries, but she can't just take responsibility for her own, like, decisions. It's not like, why is everyone, why do people have to ruin everything? It's like, you're, you chose this and this is a consequence of your actions. Like, that's the way the world works. Yes. Yeah. Just for her to be like, we didn't do, I didn't do anything wrong. We didn't do anything wrong. And it's like, but you did. You did. And it's not that big of a deal. Like, it. the more you protest and try and like defend yourself, the bigger you turn it, you are turning it into a bigger deal than it is. Like if you were just yeah. like chill. Streisand effect. Mm-hmm. And so it's just like shocking. And so I feel like I'm, I'm hopeful that that just builds to a full like meltdown somewhere along the line. And we just see like a total divorce from sanity from, bo- from I'm, both of them. I'm curious if the pastor went to the wedding because he was invited like in the interview he gave to page six he said he wasn't going to be performing the ceremony officiating the ceremony but he was still invited um i'm curious to see if he went yeah and if if anything happened with that like if this would be an ongoing conversation or if they're just going to drop it at this like after this episode because like the way that jack's when Sandoval told him like, let's go to the bar for a second. And then he brought it up and Jack's was like, no, I'm not doing this. Like I'm not having this conversation is like, that's not just like, I'm not going to talk to you about this. That's like, I'm not talking about this on camera at all. Yeah. Like in a refusal to even film a scene where I'm asked these questions, which is like (laughs) breaking, like it broke the fourth wall in a really amazing way where you just see like, Oh, this is like what Jax has told everyone is like, I won't film with you if you question me in this way. And so, and then also like why everyone has to pretend that they're just like chill with all the decisions that Jax and Brittany are making. Yeah. 
But then also he like when he he said he didn't want to talk about it and then he walked over to Brittany <laughs> and she's crying and she's crying about something completely different. She's crying about the comments about her princess party. He's like, oh, oh, but the gay thing about the gay about the pastor. And then it, then he brought it. He like turned it into like a, this huge thing after refusing to discuss it. Yeah, that was amazing. Like seeing the way that everyone like tried to push their own drama into that situation because like, oh Jack's, Jack's did it first and then Kristen <laughs> is this about him trying to get James there and it's like what are you talking about like literally no one has brought up James you that was psycho. two seasons ago Kristen yeah <laughs> and then Brittany I love when she gets to like a level where her accent gets so out of control she goes I saw it I saw it like <laughs> <laughs> and then Stassi like tries to bring some Game of Thrones reference in, which I'm like, shut the fuck up, Games of Thrones is I over. Know. Like just drop it for the love of God. And also like she didn't use the term martyr correctly, which about No, me. she didn't. She didn't. That was Hey, who do you think by the way, I was trying to think this this past episode like who do you think is the smartest person of this cast and who's the dumbest? Hmm. It's hard to say. I mean, I think Jax is really dumb, like just book smart, dumb and like doesn't know things. Yeah, Can't even shoplift. Right. Can't even shoplift. Right. Like he doesn't understand like irony or even like sarcasm, really. <laughs> <laughs> I think Stassi's smart, but then she does things where I'm like, oh, you're actually like not that smart. Yeah. <clears throat> I think Ariana is smart. Mm-hmm. Like she went to college and I believe graduated from college. Yes. Which is not, doesn't mean you're like smart, but at least just like has more education than a lot of them. She seems like she knows she's sharper anyway. Yeah. I think, I think Schwartz is probably the smartest person. Um, in my opinion, although I feel like this new girl, Dana is pretty smart, Yeah, she but she's with the Mac stuff seems dumb. Yeah. But that also could just be like a storyline that they're telling them. Like you have to pretend to do this. Yeah. Like, I don't think that she likes him as much as they're trying to portray on the show that she likes him. Yeah. And it might also just be about getting Sheena back for being a bitch. Yeah. Um, but I do I think, think Schwartz is really smart. He was pre-med, right? And then I think he, he was for a while, but then dropped out totally. But he seems like he can, he's like good with like, like he understands analogies. Mm-hmm. In ways that it seems like the other people don't grasp. And he was able to like cheat on his girlfriend very like uh, just like sort of like overtly. And then uh, still kind of like came off like just smelling like a rose. Mm-hmm. Like he just never like gets really in trouble for anything. And no one ever really gets mad at him. And he puts the least in and gets the most out. So, I don't know. He's my pick for smartest. He's managed to just skate by on being cute for (laughs) his entire life. Ever. Yeah. Yeah, I think I have put many on Dana for being, like, smart. 
Yes, she's smart. I think Lala's kind of smart, like the way that she's played all of this to come out like she's had an amazing trajectory just like entering this circle of friends on the level of like basically everyone being like you're a whore and then rising to the top and I believe that she has a lot more power within the group. Yeah, she's very or savvy. Maybe one of the most powerful <clears throat> in the group. She's like intuitive in a way that the rest of them aren't. Mm-hmm. Um, and like getting but, like getting sober. I think she realized that that was like a like a good strategy move for her and like a good lifestyle change for her. Yeah, I would love to see them actually like compete. Like I would like compare SAT scores or yes. yeah. Like I wish oh there was God. a way to look those up. Or have to do play, like a like a Mensa game or something with each other. Yes, or, or just like do even, like IQ tests. Yeah, like or even just like um, some sort of like a, like a trivia competition. Mm-hmm. But maybe not even trivia. Like uh, maybe something like um, like on Real World Real Rules Challenge. Like some maybe like one of those puzzles that they yeah. would have. Brain <laughs> puzzles would be really good. Yeah. Yeah. Peter, I think, would rank the lowest. I th- don't think Peter knows anything. I think that he is dumb as a rock. Yeah, he is. He doesn't got it. I love when he goes up to Jax and he goes, Jax, what is happening? <laughs> <laughs> I also like Brittany, like, getting, vi- like, when she gets, like, violent. Because I do, uh, she, I think, used to get in, like, fights and stuff back in Kentucky. Like, she was, like, a spitfire and I she think seems that, like type. yeah, and she's like, knock him out, knock him the fuck out. And I love when her like Kentucky brawl side comes through when she's really pissed. And she's been like losing her cool a lot more in like later seasons of Vanderpump. Yeah. <sighs> well, I hope this like whole season continues down this, down this path. Well, there. I mean, I'm sure that the wedding's going to be incredibly dramatic. Like they get in a huge fight with. That's when like things just like went to shit with Kristen, right? Over oh, like the girls all have their like ultimate falling out. Yeah, because like Stassi's was... still talking to Kristen at this point, like talking yeah, to her. But she hasn't said she hasn't said whether or not Kristen's invited to her wedding. So she's like holding that over her head, like very publicly. And Chris so has shitty. also publicly said, like, if she doesn't invite me to her wedding, like our friendship is over. But it's yeah. just like this like up in the air thing. And I mean, like what Katie did during the wedding shower or bridal oh. shower or whatever, where Kristen's like, are we both just and Katie's like, yeah, like, I just hate when Katie's up on like a high horse like that. I know. Get she off your relishes it. Yeah. She's going to fall through a glass window up that high. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what happens when you get that <laughs> high up? You better watch out. <laughs> oh, thank you so much for being my guest today. Thank you for having me. I love talking about this shit yeah, so much. You're so knowledgeable. You're a great encyclopedia of knowledge and research <laughs> of the Vanderpump rules. Useless universe. facts. <laughs> They're useful for something. Um, <laughs> everyone needs to listen to Tracy's podcast, Pot Psychology. 
that you do with your friend rich it's really really good um and yeah tell everyone where they can find you other than your pod um you can find me tracy with an ie morrissey on everything i look forward to seeing what else happens with any jamila jamil related shenanigans i will absolutely um keep you updated Good. if i don't if i don't go public with stuff because i am still researching everything are you planning on like writing about it or is it more just like out of your own curiosity at this point i was going to write about it and then people really pushed back like um like so the cut wouldn't do it like they were really interested and then you know i talked to stella who's the eic and then she like it was during fashion week. So then she had me speak with like, I don't know, like a deputy editor or something like that. And then she was really into it. And then she was like, okay, I have to pitch this at a meeting on Friday. And it was like a Tuesday. And I was like, this story or like a Monday. I was like, this story's kind of taking off. Like, I think we should do it quickly. And then, um, she was like, oh, okay. Like we're, we're not going to do it. Uh, you know, uh, this isn't the right fit for us. And, um, I, I do know that they like had her, recently on like a digital cover of the Mm -hmm. magazine so and then I tried to take it to another publication and that was like bigger and they're known more for like their longer form pieces that are like more researched and stuff and um they couldn't do it because they just recently shot a package with her um and which hasn't come out yet and then um yeah so I kept running into that nobody wanted to like uh you know, jeopardize their like talent relations for it. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, that's like kind of what sucks about Gawker being gone is that like Gawker didn't give a fuck about that whole kind of like the like cult of celebrity that like, like, like I just, you know, the whole like cult of celebrity in which like people seem to be inoculated from having to take responsibility for like being honest and you know, being accountable for things like that's yeah. just so bullshit to me. And like, so of course, like women's magazines or like celebrity magazines are going to be are going to, you know, do that and not want to jeopardize those relationships because it's not just those relationships. It's like all the the talent that would be with like Jamila's agent and or Jamila's like PR firm, and they would like you know you know hold those people back from covers and whatever access and stuff. So I get the game. Um, so then I was, that's why I was like, well, fuck this. I've done so much research on this shit. I'm just going to like put some stuff on Patreon. And then I ended up making about as much money as I would have made if I had written a feature. So I'm, I'm fine with it now. Yeah. Um, It all worked out. That's why I love platforms like Patreon because they allow like writers or creators to find other ways to to like bypass the whole like pitch process and like invoicing and editorial process yes. and you can just like make something and people decide for themselves whether it has Direct like monetary consumer. value. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. The Everlane of content. Exactly. Yeah, so that's been really cool. That's I you know and so I'm happy with that. I I, there are things I could do more of. I don't know. But I am definitely going to like keep researching celebrities. I love finding out a scammer. I love yeah. scammers, liars. That's like mm-hmm. my favorite thing. It's so. so fascinating. And then to see like the way that they operate, like position themselves in the world as a way to like allow themselves the ability to like scam and lie. Like, 
in this case with her with Jamila, it's like, oh, you're such like a social you're like a justice warrior for body positivity and like mental health advocate that almost makes it like okay for you to just say whatever you want because like oh, at least you're doing this on the other side. I it's just like performative. Like, it's performative wokeness, and yeah. at like it's like at you know at its height. Like the thing about like the body positivity or what she calls it, body neutrality, is that like she still like talks shit about women that are too thin. Like she like will tweet like nasty things like when she sees like runway models and things, and she's like they're all doing coke and smoking cigarettes. And it's like, yo, don't talk about women's bodies. If you don't believe in, you know, shitting on women, just like, you know, big or small, like don't talk about women's bodies. Like don't talk about anyone's bodies. And like, don't like, you know, say that, you know, assume that they're like doing drugs and stuff like that's like, not, that's not very cool. That's not, Mm -hmm. that's not woke in my opinion, but yeah, she does that. She likes, she likes to put herself on a lot of different, uh, she likes to have a lot of different platforms to like be virtuous and like she's just like Tahani to, to on did you watch The Good Place? Um, I kind of did but I didn't like watch enough of it to really get a sense of who her character was. Her character was like this really wealthy um, socialite heiress who was a philanthropist and was like known for you know all of her charity work but she you know, went to hell because she was just doing the charity work because she wanted to be associated with being a good person and not actually be a good person. So mm-hmm. it's very similar to like what's going on with her. Oh my God. I don't know. No wonder you she know was who, cast in that role. <laughs> a bunch of people from like her past um, that she's worked with at like the BBC and um, like, like all over um, have like just started like DMing me, like telling me shit. People from girls she went to high school with, uh, <laughs> Girls went to grade school with. They're like, she wasn't deaf. Um, but I didn't put any of those things like out there. One thing that one girl said that was so interesting, or actually two girls said that was so interesting to me. They were like, Jamila, like she gave all these like interviews about how she was bullied in high school because she was fat. They were like, first of all, she's always been drop dead gorgeous. And they were like, and secondly, she said that like in this one article, she said that um, that we used to write that that girls would write things about her like nasty slurs and stuff on the lockers or on her locker. And they, they were like, we didn't have lockers in our school, oh, which amazing. I know that was like <laughs> a, such a great little like nugget of like, okay. All right. Cause like, that's why like, I didn't really repeat a lot of things that people said. Cause it's like, I have no way of knowing there's two sides to every story, but like that is like, come on. Like that's there's like no facts. Yeah. <clears throat> God, I just want like, I want to know the truth is in there somewhere, but I feel like we'll never know it. Um, I'm, we'll try to figure it out. Yeah. Well, you're doing the Lord's work. I'm living for the crusade. (laughs) (laughs) Modern day crusader, Tracy Egan. (laughs) Uh, Thanks again for being on the pod. And I look forward to next time. Yay. Bye. Bye. Sexual. (laughs) (laughs) when you make decisions for your company you look for the no-brainers if you have a lot of mailing to do stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer 
Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.